As Tafaki watched his son and grandson from the heavens, an ogre woke and killed the god's son. Tafaki was powerless, but knew his grandson would avenge the cruel murder. Tafaki's grandson was the vengeful Pacific hero Rata. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 125, The Vengeful Pacific Hero, Rata. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. A big mahalo nui loa to all of you who purchased our Legends from the Pacific, book one, and left a rating. I look forward to giving you a shout out for your review. Just click the link in our show notes and purchase our Legends from the Pacific book one today. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word. But first, we're keeping things in Tafaki's family. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. When Rata was old enough, he asked about his father. He was told he was killed by an ogre. Rata knew his father needed to be avenged and his sacred remains put to rest. Rata's grandmother and mother were concerned for him, but knew it was his time to make things right. They told him where the ogre was and wished him luck. Near the ogre's lair, he encountered a being who wakes the ogre on new moon nights. Rata prepared to charge into the lair. The being raised a hand. It is foolish to attack now, for the ogre slumbers under the earth. Once awake, the ogre rinses at a nearby lake. That is where you'll have a better chance of killing him. Rata nodded. Why are you helping me? I am a prisoner tired of the ogre's ways and unskilled in warfare. You must hurry, for the sun dies and a new moon waits among the stars. Rata thanked him, went to the lake, and hid. In the dark night, the bean woke the ogre. The ground shook, and the ogre emerged from his lair. It went to the lake, washed its face. Rata yanked the creature's hair back and killed it. The bean thanked Rata for freeing him. You're welcome, Rata said. Now, where did the ogre place my father's remains? The bean lowered his head. I'm sorry, the Ponaturi took them. Rata's eyes widened. Ponaturi, the water goblins? Yes, the bean said. I fear your quest continues over the great ocean. The bean told Rata where the Ponaturi dwelled and wished him luck. Rata returned home, told his family what happened, and went to the woods to construct a canoe. He found a mighty tree, cut it down, worked until night, and went home. The following day, Rata discovered his canoe was gone, and the mighty tree was untouched. Rata cut down the tree, worked until night, and went home. Daylight filled the mighty untouched tree. Rata chopped it down again, worked until night, then hid in the bushes. 
the spirits of the forest gathered, reattached all the wood pieces to the canoe, and replanted the tree. Rata went home. His grandmother asked him why he was out so late. He explained the forest spirits were undoing all his work. His grandmother chuckled. That's because you weren't respectful to Tane. Your quest may be honorable, but you must always be respectful. His grandmother told him what needed to be done to appease the god Tane. Her grandson spent the day completing everything and left the offerings. The next day, Rata discovered the mighty tree was a beautiful canoe. He thanked the spirits for constructing his massive canoe in one night and pushed it into the water. The village's young men were Rata's friends and asked where he was going with such a breathtaking canoe. Rata said he was going on a quest to retrieve his father's remains. The young men joined him and volunteered to perform the various sailing tasks. Rata and his warriors sailed to the Ponaturi's lair. In their lair, Rata and his warriors hid among the shadows and rocks as the goblins banged drums and hissed. Rata paled. The goblins' instruments were human bones. A goblin stood in the middle of the creatures, raised his hands, and chanted. Its eyes glowed, and so did the bone instruments. Power coursed through them. The instruments were Rata's father's remains. The drumming became fierce. The creatures roared. Then the lead goblin's eyes and instruments dimmed. The goblins put their drums down and left while the lead goblin sat and meditated. The creature mumbled the chant. Rata killed him and finished the chant. He nodded to his friends. Gather the bones. Hurry. They did sprinted for their canoe, and paddled home. Clearing the breakers, a screech pierced the air. Canoes filled with goblins launched from the island. The goblins shot through the waves. Sweat and salt water stung the young men's eyes. The goblins passed the breakers. Enough, Rata said. Arm yourselves. The youngsters' burning limbs lifted their weapons to a wave of goblins blocking the sky. A few men died and a couple of goblins. The goblins regrouped. The rocking canoe threw them off balance, and the warrior sliced a few more. Rata led his friends among the fiends. They sustained a couple of casualties, but finished the last one as another canoe of goblins leaped aboard. Fatigue weighed the men's weapons and slowed their reactions as goblins slayed half of them. Rata commanded his dwindling army on their slick canoe to victory as goblins piled off another canoe. The last goblin canoe drifted as the passengers slaughtered Lata's friends. The goblins seemed to gloat as the young hero scanned the canoe. His father's remains had a faint glow. Lata closed his eyes and chanted the goblin's incantation. His friends' bodies glowed, dimmed. Then the men moved. The goblins stepped back. The healed men grabbed their weapons and killed the goblins. The friends couldn't believe they were restored and cheered. They returned home, and Lata put his father's remains to rest. Do you know who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele, or who the Hawaiian god of poison was? Become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to hear these rare stories, enjoy early access to our episodes, and other nifty benefits. 
So click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. As always, a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members whose support keeps our show going. Just a reminder that our show is now released on Wednesdays instead of Sunday, but I'm doing my best to have new episodes for our Patreon members before the weekend. So, Rato's story is known throughout many Pacific cultures, and with that comes a lot of variations, which include things like prideful eels that were eaten by Rata's parents. You see, the eels pridefully believe they'd break fishing hooks and enjoy free food. After Rata was born, his parents were swept away and eaten by giant marine life. Rata was raised by his grandmother until he went to seek vengeance against the marine life instead of goblins. Other variations have Rata going up against the ocean god Tinirao or others. Rata outwits them and marries the god's daughter. But the common element that remains is Rata and his ordeal with getting the tree for his canoe. Rata and his canoe of warriors would go on to have other adventures, but that's a story for another time. Today, Rata is mentioned in Pacific stories, songs, and chants. Most notably, chants that are sung while making canoes. So, what we learn? I think it's interesting that Rata and what he does to get his canoe remain unchanged in these various stories. I mean, while the overall story could be Rata finding his father, attempting to move his people to the island Maui fished up, which is called the Island of the Long Cloud, or it's just Rata wanting a canoe, the story is reduced to Rata, respectfully doing what's needed to get what he wants. Which, when you think about it, could be the meaning behind many stories. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Nani Vai Ale by Kuana Torres Kahele courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is va'a. Va'a means canoe. An example of va'a is transmitting from the middle of the Pacific on a va'a in the great USA. That was the intro to my first podcast, Off the Air's Geek Nation where we talked about comic books, movies, video games, and other real important stuff. Once again, va'a is Hawaiian for canoe. Just for the record, there's a lot of Hawaiian words for canoe. Ah, off the air's Geek Nation. That was back in 2004. Wow, next year will be 20 years. Crazy. Glad I started podcasting when I was young. I still think it's funny other podcasters call me the OG. Here's a fun fact. My friend Kurt, who did our intro, was super nervous and hated the sound of his voice. I ended up drinking with him until he felt ready. When he did, he read his four sentences, ad-libbed most of them, including the ones I mentioned, then quit after maybe 30 seconds of recording. Needless to say, he was feeling no pain. I think it came out awesome even though he refuses to hear it. One day I'll post some episodes. The trick is they'll likely be pulled in seconds because of copyrights. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho!